This is Sherry Jarvis. <clears throat> Excuse me. With Natural Spunk and Shine. <clears throat> I have been doing quite an episode here of audios. We started out with talking about Jesus, how he was born, his childhood, how he started a ministry, that he counted the cost the suffering that he endured in the Garden of Gethsemane, his betrayal, abandonment, how he was denied and falsely accused, his trial. We also talked about how he was beaten, crucified. Sometimes I wonder, how can we call all of this amazing good news? That's what gospel means, good news. Well, today we're going to talk about dying in faith, the resurrection life, a covenant, and the new life. This one may be a little bit longer than my other ones. I hope you'll stick with me to the end. <clears throat> God's love for us today is no different than it was for the, that sinful crowd at the foot of the cross 2,000 years ago. He performed an external exchange saying, It is no longer you that sinned, but me. I have become your sin. I have paid the penalty. I have taken full responsibility. It is no longer your issue. Love laid down his life for all people. Love laid down his life for you, and you are free. Jesus, <clears throat> gazing through the portals of time, died on the cross in love and in faith. He actually gave up the ghost when he cried out, It is finished. Helpless, but remaining in faith, he entrusted his life into the hands of his father. God had planned Christ's resurrection before the foundation of the world, and Jesus believed him. After his death, Jesus descended into the lower parts of the earth, and on the third day, his heavenly father raised him from the dead. Mary and the other women, the disciples, and many others literally saw him walking the earth following his resurrection. Oh, yes, he is the resurrection and the life, the firstborn from the dead. When he was raised from the dead, he took the keys of death and hell. He stripped the devil of his authority and made an open show of him. Oh, what an eternal victory. And Jesus has invited everyone into eternal relationship with God through simply receiving him as Savior by faith. All the work for mankind's redemption has been completed in Christ. Finished. He did it all for us. The only thing left for us to do is simply repent and believe. Mankind's identity is found in Jesus, the one who accomplished everything for us. No man can boast in his own ability to save himself because Jesus fully paid the debt that we could not pay because we broke his law. He fully accomplished the work that we could not do. Oh, 
Give him all the glory, my friend. Well, Jesus walked on the earth for 40 days after his resurrection from the dead and then gloriously ascended into heaven. He is forever seated at the right hand of God, far above all principalities, powers, and every name that is named. We are seated with Jesus in the heavenly places when we receive him as our Savior. Our life is hidden with God in Christ. So, everyone who repents and believes in Christ has the gift of everlasting life. Everyone who repents and believes in him is forever sealed into covenant. This covenant is a legally binding love agreement between God and man. And this covenant is an, an eternal one. It is impossible for it to be broken. Jesus won our place for us through his own sinless life, unlike us. <laughs> so when we repent of our sin, believe in him, well, you are saved. You are saved from separation from God that your sin created. Your identity as a kingdom child is not in your own ability to accomplish anything. It is in his completed work, his ability, past tense. It is done. It is finished. In fact, if we were to be absolutely honest right now, you have broken his laws. You haven't kept probably even one of the Ten Commandments. You're an utter failure outside of Christ, and it is impossible for you to please God in your own strength. Absolutely impossible. The only way any can, anyone can please God is by believing in Christ. The arms of Jesus are open to all sinners. If you receive Jesus as Savior, then your identity is in him. You are in Christ, a brand new creature. You are eternally one with him. It is simple faith that connects you to this glorious eternal salvation, and that's all you have to do. Simply repent and believe. That's all. That's it. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not a result of works that no one may boast. What is this grace that saved us? It is his divine influence in your life. It is his choice to accomplish everything in you. It is his work of favor over you. It is undeserved favor, but it is there nonetheless. You don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. No one does. It's undeserved, unmerited favor. It's his influence that comes upon your heart. You have been saved by grace through faith. Simple faith is what connects you to this glorious, finished work of the cross. When you make this faith connection, you become a brand new creature. 
2 Corinthians 5.17 states, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Oh, man, what a glorious life we have been given in Christ. A brand new life, an eternal relationship with God himself. Christ did it all. And he did all of this just for you. You see how precious you are? God loves you with an everlasting love. He really does. Perhaps you've been listening to my podcast and your heart is longing to become God's child. It's simple. So I'm going to pray a little prayer. And if it represents your desire, why don't you go ahead and pray it from your heart? I promise you. God will hear you. His gift of life and love will enter you and your journey will begin. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I know that I have broken your law. I have not lived up to the standards of the Ten Commandments, not even one. I have sinned against you and you alone, God. Thank you for loving me so perfectly through your Son, Jesus and for offering me eternal life through the finished work of the cross. I turn away from my self-ruled life and sin and invite Jesus into my heart as my personal Savior and Lord. Come into my life, Lord Jesus. Forgive me of all my sin. Give me new life within and make me the person you want me to be. I believe that you are now in my heart and my new life has begun. I now belong to you. You are my God. Thank you, Father. Amen. Well, when you receive Jesus as your personal Savior by faith, his life enters your spirit. You are now what the scripture calls born again. You have Christ's brand new life inside you, his purity. His love, peace, truth, and blessings are now inside your spirit. You are so beautiful and perfect within. He sees you as righteous. Just like a new baby in the natural needs nourishment and care, so do new babies in the Lord. The Bible is full of truth that is like fresh milk and food for you. As you read it each day, it will nourish you and reveal wonderful things about God's love and his ways. You will also want to meet some other Christians who understand the love of God. Fellowshipping with others of Jesus is so much fun. Take some time. Visit some churches in your area. Christ, Holy Spirit, which dwells within you now, and he will direct you to a good fellowship if you ask him to. As a child of your Heavenly Father, you are invited to also communicate with Him through prayer. Prayer is easy. Don't make it too difficult. You simply share your heart with Him. He loves to answer your desires. Some good teachings on prayer will help you to grow in that many different ways that you can communicate with God. It is so fulfilling and powerful. Well, my dear, all of God's goodness belongs to you. 
when you are in Christ. And I am thankful that I was able to share this with you. I hope you will listen again to more of my podcasts.